previously on the Heroic Origins Podcast. In the world of culinary sorcery, there's no greater cautionary tale than that of the Baker's Dozen. Thirteen students, in their efforts to win a coveted cooking competition, chose to cut corners and add a pinch of chaotic magic to their menu. They found themselves divided and rounded down to a mere six, but with their minds blended into a bitter mix. They were expelled, their school shut down, and now they break bread in an urban food desert, biding their time until they can spoil the edible enchantments of the academic gourmages. We need new hope. We need new inspiration. New powers, new abilities, new names, new faces, new champions of what's true and what's right. Welcome to the Heroic Origins Podcast. Hey, true conceivers, welcome back to the Heroic Origins Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Terrence. And we're just two comic book nerds doing what we love to do. Make up new superheroes. Superheroes. So for all of you who haven't listened before, this is how it usually works. We're going to take a random word, and then we're going to riff on that word until we come up with a fully fleshed out superhero with powers. Name. Arch nemesis. Supporting characters. And more. We've given ourselves a time limit. That's two 10-minute brainstorming periods separated by a superhero sidebar where we talk about our opinions and history with superheroes. If we still haven't finished our hero by then, we'll do a lightning round with two additional minutes per category and two and a two-minute revision period. After that, we'd love to get your input on the characters. Now get ready, because it's collaborating time. time. random word well uh, i think we'd mentioned before last week that i'm using a weird word generator uh oh by the way we should actually we need to start the timer first yeah uh, yes forget about that all right guys we got our 10 minute timer here and it is going we are on the clock so our weird word i'm using a weird word generator and which worked uh, out really well last time i think it, it did it's a word I never heard before but it, it <laughs> built a whole team all right, but I don't want to do another food thing this time. So, okay, <laughs> yeah, we, our uh, our weird word this week uh, is rimple, rimple, which means to wrinkle. Now that's that uh, could be, yeah, that would be that could be interesting. Could shrivel people up. We might, you know, you have the power to shrivel somebody up. Oh, I was thinking more of just aging. You know, just oh, somebody aging. who can age and de-age people. But there's also you could do uh, rimpling or wrinkling to uh, time. There's a wrinkle in time, you know, or, or some oh, sort of, yeah. or wrinkle the fabric of the universe, or just fabric. Would that work? Would you count like folding the same as wrinkling, like uh, origami? Yeah, type basically, things? yeah, it's kind of that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, we got uh, a superhero let's... named. You want to look for another word first? I was going to say, why don't we put that one on the side? That sounds like. Okay, I mean, that's... I think there's something to do there, but positive, possible. It's possibility. Bureau straight, which means double beaked. <laughs> I don't want that one. No, I don't want okay. that one either. Okay, we get we get our we get a maximum of three words here. So the next one's our last word. Uh, 
Shambolic, which means chaotic. That's a good one. That's interesting because like Shambhala, mm-hmm. if you think of like Shambhala, that's like this Nirvana kind of thing, this kind of paradise. But Shambolic, which is, you know, spelled slightly differently, um, you know, it sounds similar, but it means something very different. Mm. But that's a... Shambolic's kind of cool. The name of the so character got... would be Shambo. Shambo. <laughs> well, but that's that's like a really broad, but that's like so broad. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? And I, I was thinking the other day, like maybe we need to, because we've already got so many now magical characters. Yeah, I don't want to do another magic character right now. And there are so many different kinds of origins that we have yet to explore. So yeah, well, let's um, go with uh, what was the first word we had? Rimple. Well, let's let's do something. Whoops. Okay. Anyway, let's do rimple. Let's write that down. Our, our word today is rimple, which means let's actually look up the actual definition just to see if there's a uh, uh, if there's more to it than just what they do. Define rimple. Fold, wrinkle, rumple, rimple. Okay. Well, I guess it did mean what they said it meant. Oh, what's the def? <laughs> hold on. What's the definition of ninny hammer? Ninny hammer. <laughs> a fool or simpleton ninny. Why is that even coming up here? I don't know. Why is that Rumple Stiltskin or something? Um, well, that makes sense. Rumple Stiltskin. A line or arrangement made by a doubling of one part over another. Crease, crimp, crinkle, crumple, fold, pleat, plica. See, to me, this this makes me think of like transportation. Like you think of like a like a a, a wormhole. It's basically folding reality to to meet up. You know, or or you remember Inception. Remember the, the movie Inception? Right, right, right. You're kind of folding the world around you. I mean, that's a pretty cosmic power. Is there yeah. like a smaller scale version of that? There's I mean, a. I was reading. Um, well, this is back in the magic again, but I was reading Kraken, um, the book, and they had a magic where they could where they were folding people up basically, and it was. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Like stuffing them in the suitcases or something. Yeah, like I mean, basically you're compressing space in that, but it was smaller than you know. Bridging time and space. <laughs> well, it's interesting to me that it would be kind of similar in a way to uh, the cookie cutter from last week, who's dividing people, but this person's folding them together. Um, <laughs> if we do it with bodies, I mean, but I mean, from a transport, I mean, if we did it as like a form of transportation, because you actually asked last week, do we have anybody that can do transportation with the team? Right. And we didn't have anybody with a team, but I don't think we really have anybody. I guess there's transportation with uh, joystick. Joystick has a he flies around, right? Well, he flies, yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. When you talk, you know, if you talk about Penny, she's just running on her feet. Well, she could always make a wish. <laughs> and that's true. Know. She was, and then it would be, you know, it could be dangerous though. Yeah. Um, well, so um, I mean, so Rimple. I mean, if it was well, for you know, we haven't done we haven't done a cosmic superheroes like somebody who's out in space. You know, they're, they're all in Chicago. So we could have somebody who, I mean, you know, does like that's that's their whole power is they can travel from, you know, through space and time or something like that. Actually, no, I like that. They could have an origin that's completely separate from this world. Even they could be an alien. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe so. they but they somehow get to Earth, you know, because they're you know, I'm assuming I mean, the coin collector has kind of been a a thread we've followed on a couple of these and it could right. be something like 
you know, we, we haven't really talked about the coin collector, but the coin collector could, you know, is, you know, might've retrieved one of these coins from some cosmic situation. And this right. guy comes searching for it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's basically a collector of rarities. So yeah. You know, and rarities something. are going to be in space too. So, yeah. Well, so do we want to, so, okay. So we want to say this is our first cosmic superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, cosmic and say, origins, cosmic origins, and 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 they and they travel through time by folding space and time. Right. right. Okay. So now, what are other ways that I mean? Is is it is the person just like a space cop otherwise, or what's the or is it a space uh, anti-hero or something? When you say anti-hero, are you talking like Lobo? No, I'm thinking more <laughs> like uh, Star Lord in Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Galaxy. okay. But I. I Maybe it's a rival collector. Okay. And maybe the person's the, 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 well, you know, we're already, we're sort of, it's interesting that last week we kind of made a villain team and now we have, I mean, would this person be a rival? I mean, would this person be a villain or just like neutral or something? I kind of, well, when I thought, when I said that, I was thinking of someone who's, you know, I want to collect the same, you know, basically there's the coin collector has something that I want and maybe they're not like a villain and yeah, maybe they are just neutral. They're they're So the, okay. I like that. Maybe the they're, they're respectful. I mean, maybe their culture. Cause when you talk about an alien, now you have a whole, a whole alien, a whole world you have to build just so that one character can exist. So, I mean, maybe their background, their history, their culture is not one where they would take something from someone where they would kill people in the first place where, you know, so they are generally just good, you know, I mean, maybe except for the fact that they, you know, vehemently hate dogs or something and must kick them whenever they see them or something. Well, so, okay. What's, what's the, we, we've got, <laughs> we're already down to two minutes and 30 seconds left. Oh, so, <laughs> so what's the name of the character? Is it Rimple? Rimple's kind of a weird. That is a weird. Rim Rider. That that could be that could be misconstrued. That could be misconstrued. Uh, well, what's the, okay? We got the powers figured out. So this person folds space and time, and presumably they can do other tricks with it than just traveling. Space right. and time would, to travel. And if you want to make it, you know, key to their name or something, it's got to be something that is visual. And so people see them and they're like, oh, it's the foldable man. Or, you yeah, know? so origami, actually. I like to use the word origami earlier. Origami works perfectly. Let's do that. a great name, in fact. Even not doesn't sound like a alien, but... Um, but that maybe be, that's how it trans. It's like it's origami or something, you know. <laughs> uh, the, so the, can I say that I've always disliked those names where it's like, it just happens that my alien name... Mean sounds like Marvel, but save it's it. Marvel. Save it for the superhero sidebar, pal. Okay, collector of rare items. Okay, yes. so uh, and is that person? That's just that person's just occupation in general, right? So that's civilian, and this is another person that doesn't have a secret identity. So that's good. Um, uh, so the equipment is going to be rare items that he's picked up. But there's nothing saying that he doesn't have a. Uh, Secret identity. We have a lot that don't have them, but we could give him one because he's an we, alien on Earth and he wants to hide so he can collect his things, right? We. Oh well, okay. Uh, that's good point. Like that's a, good point. Yeah. So do we want him to have a? So when he comes to Earth, he has a disguise. Right. Yeah. 
We can make him disguise uh, Japanese. Human. So the person's going to disguise disguise him or herself as a human. Yeah, I would say why don't we just go ahead and make him like Japanese or something so that origami fits in the pattern of Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Naming convention and all that. Uh, wow, 14 seconds. Let's see here. What else can we whip <laughs> out in 14 seconds? Um, collector of rare items, occupation civilian is well, Japanese businessman or what or Japanese collector? I mean, that's my Oh. Oh. You're out of time. Um, folks, that means that that's we are first. That's just our first 10 minute. We're we're going to come back and have another 10 minute brainstorm, but uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be back right after this. And welcome to our segment, Superhero Sidebar, where we talk a bit in depth about our history and opinions on superheroes. Today we're going to be talking about uh, our favorite cosmic superheroes or characters. Uh, and Terrence, Terrence has one that's pretty famous. What's what's your favorite one, Terrence? Well, mine is the Silver Surfer, who is obviously, I say obviously, I think easily the best of the Marvel universe's cosmic characters um in that most of the other ones are pretty lame well there's yeah because like novo adam warlock uh quasar you know <laughs> not not super exciting but but yeah the silver surfer is great um i what's interesting to me is that he's such a classic character despite the fact that he's a monochrome figure riding a surfboard in space which sounds really really dumb when it's described but it looks really cool i mean just thematically it looks awesome to be on a surfboard surfing through the solar winds and the and the way he's been drawn i mean you get some of the greatest artists doing his doing his covers and his backgrounds and splash pages and it just looks awesome well, I mean, Jack so. Kirby really came, you know, he, he struck gold or silver in this case uh, <laughs> when he when he created this character. I mean, it just it's such a, a beautiful character and the way that it's rendered is so very poetic. Uh, it was interesting that uh, I know Stan Lee totally fell in love with the Silver Surfer uh, when Jack Kirby kind of came up with the design and everything. And and in fact, that was one of I think one of the reasons that Jack Kirby left Marvel was because uh, Stan Lee uh, decided to do a Silver Surfer, a surfer uh, comic with, but using John Buscema as the artist. And once that became a regular magazine, that I think Jack Kirby got kind of upset about other things too. But he, but he ultimately left Marvel not too long after that, is my understanding. Hmm. That was something I did not know. <laughs> so, what, what what do you like about? So, what are some of the things you like about Silver Surfer? Oh, I mean, you know, he's, well, he's got the power cosmic. His whole origin being, you know, that he was, he sacrificed himself to save his entire planet to this world-eating Galactus, and he becomes essentially a villain for, I guess, untold millennia, who knows how long. I guess it couldn't have been that long because his planet is still alive before it, he comes back. Well, his, remember, they're, they're still alive when he, uh, after he's trapped on Earth for defying Galactus. Well, because my understanding was that he was the Silver Surfer for millennia. Now, it may be that, 
Zinlavians, he's from the planet Zinla. Zinlavians may be long lived. That's 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 I mean, that was one of those things where it's like, how long was he the Silver Surfer? I mean, it's not completely clear. Well, what was his? Um, why was he? I mean, so the, he was created by Galactus. Right. And Galactus, you know, he wanted to conserve energy. So he decided to put a little bit of power into a herald who would run around and uh, find planets for him to eat. And and basically that was a deal that he struck with uh, um, Norrin Norm Rad, Rad in order to save his planet. And he basically mm-hmm. he volunteered to help him kill other people so his own planet wouldn't die. Well, he was supposed to be finding uninhabited worlds where no one would get hurt. But in the process of becoming the Silver Surfer, I think that Galactus stripped away his humanity or the time that he spent his mind as was Silver wiped, Surfer. Or, yeah. yeah, or the... Yeah. Or the time that he spent as the Silver Surfer so long, it just kind of, he lost that humanity. And originally he was the first Herald of Galactus, but I think that's been uh, um, retro uh, retroactively changed. So oh, there, was, really? there was a guy before him, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know who it is, and it's not, I'm sure it's some schlub. So, yeah, <laughs> sort of. Uh, Some but, another bad retcon, I'm sure. But yeah, the Silver Surfer is just a just a really beautiful character, and uh, yeah, like you said, you, you've had, you know, you've gotten to see Silver Surfer with uh, Jack Kirby. You've seen him with John Buscema. You've seen him with uh, John Byrne. Uh, I'm, some of the more recent artists, I'm not sure who. Uh, then you also got like what was it? Marshall Rogers did did a Silver Surfer comic for a while, and I didn't think that was the best art, but whatever. I want to say it was uh, Allred that did this last uh, that Silver Surfer Black series that I just read, huh. but uh, and I I really enjoyed that that one. He's um, I think he's looking for um, Zen La. It's been Galactus has decided, yeah, you're back in the universe and everything, but you're not getting home ever. <laughs> and so, well, that's what that's because well, that was originally the because he betrayed Galactus, right? Right. So, I mean, originally he was stranded on Earth because he betrayed Galactus and decided to fight for the humans. And then he was trapped on Earth for a while, but he's not trapped on Earth anymore. But Zen Law is out of reach, I guess. Eh, oh, well. But his uh, arch enemy <laughs> is uh, Mephisto. That was his arch enemy during the, uh, the Stan Lee solo issues. And uh, it was very poetic, actually. Stan Lee really, really went crazy with the poetry uh, with that. Definitely. I got to step back. Um, that was not Silver Surfer Black. <laughs> that was the, run, the a recent run of uh, Silver Surfer books that was before Black. Sorry. Confusing oh, okay. things. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, and just real quick here, we're, we're, we're just about out of time here for the su- superhero sidebar. But, but the character that I picked, and I don't know if he's my favorite, but it was the one that came to mind, was there's this character uh, named Klaatu, which typically was a, counts as a villain, but... Uh, in, and, and showed up in Hulk, uh, Hulk comics, Incredible Hulk. But he was, he, he kind of was a surrogate for Moby Dick. And there was a captain of this uh, spaceship that was basically just a big boat um, that would, uh, that was following Klaatu and putting these energy sucking harpoons uh, into him to try to drain enough energy to kill the kill the the beast um and what was interesting is the contrast whenever Klaatu would show up the hulk 
was just, you know, the most powerful creature on the earth, maybe, or mortal, as they say, the most powerful mortal on the face of the earth, was just completely, completely insignificant compared to Klaatu. And the Hulk would feel some solidarity, I guess, uh, or, or some kinship with this creature because it was being hunted down for no good reason, for just being who it was. And... Um, anyway, I always thought those stories were really interesting. I, you know, I think the Hulk was originally conscripted onto this, uh, the vessel. I wish I could remember the name of it with the abomination as first mate who would beat him up and stuff like that. Whatever. Details, details. But that Klaatu is an interesting character. Just to, And Klaatu goes around and he, he absorbs energy from like the sun and planets and things like that. So, but it is not as harmful as say Galactus eating whole planets and that sort of thing. Um, okay. Anyway. I think that uh, I think that covers the territory there. Let's get back to the regular show. Yeah, yeah let's get back to our hero smithing. Okay, guys, we're back. You are listening to Heroic Origins, and we are here brainstorming um, a brand new superhero, building a better hero for you. That's that's right. That's right. And so uh, we're, we're, we're doing this in 10-minute ten, ten, ten brainstorming increments, and uh, we're going to start that timer here again. We're on the clock, Terrence. So the name of the character is Origami. Origami. And uh, he folds space and time to travel. Uh, he's, he's a cosmic, he's an alien who collects rare items, and he's uh, drawn to Earth because the coin collector has collected something that he was really interested in maybe stole it from him right, so maybe we should put that put that down here in the background well here's a question what where do his powers come from are they is it just technology that he has as an alien is it an ability that he has as an alien is it something that he's you know literally created you know if it is technology you know so twofold things you know. twofold you say yeah, um, like where, where do his powers come from? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Uh, well, I kind of feel like I want that to be more fundamental to the character. So the folding aspect, um, like maybe they they were looking for an item, but they got exposed to some sort of radiation or something, or uh, or they they got bitten by a radioactive black hole and now <laughs> now can create uh, folds in space and time. Oh, ooh, what if he just has a pocket dimension? He became, he was converted into his own pocket dimension. <laughs> he became, he I like that. That's cool. I like that because it's just weird. Um, <laughs> he was trans, transformed into his own pocket dimension. That's interesting. So how does that work? What does that even mean? Well, it just means that he folds in on himself and then he can unfold himself in other points in the universe in a way. But, you know, but so is he able to uh, spend time in his own pocket dimension? Is it like that? Like he can, I mean, so it's, he is the pocket dimension or he actually has a pocket dimension more like uh, Ileana Rasputin. No, he is the pocket dimension more like, more like a mini beyonder. <laughs> but so he doesn't have that, he is everything. Those kind of powers. He, he belongs but, to, but it, but it doesn't. Okay. So, 
do people live in his inside of him? Like it's not that big. It's as big as him, maybe. Well, or it's, or it's but does he have like a microverse know. or something? I mean, is there? Yeah, it, yeah. Like he has a little microverse inside that he is. I mean, is okay. Well, we can determine if there's has microverse inside him. Like the outside of his universe is him, but the okay. inside of his. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting. We that, I think so we have to explore kind of, that in future issues. Um, he could kind of see into it like God, you know. <laughs> he he doesn't. He could create a physical manifest like ego in. Um, well, what is it? How does Guardians this? Of the galaxy. So he can can so so well. I mean, one thing ego could do was he could split himself into different pieces. He could shape shift he could he could create all sorts of weird stuff i mean is right. that something he can Inside do of, but he can do it in his universe not externally but in his own universe inside of him so he would he not be do... able to split off a piece of his essence and send it out to do something no i wouldn't okay. think so. no he's he's a that's what ego, ego did. so he's right yeah. so okay. I mean, he, but he can but he can use his i guess I don't know how to put that. Like I think of like a pocket dimension being able to just traverse space and time by reconnecting with the universe wherever it wants. But but he can put were. he can put on a disguise. Is that something that he has to buy clothes and, and makeup, or does he actually just transform himself into that? Oh, I just imagine that the his his outside looks like. Well, I, I guess yeah. Now there's a question: What does he look like on the outside? I I figured he just looked like a guy on the outside, but. You know, he folds himself in, and he's there's a whole world in there. Okay. Anyway, he's he's Japanese. What's his civilian? He's disguised as a Japanese man, right? Uh, uh, but his but his heroic appearance does he look like eternity with stars and stuff going throughout him, or or is it like kind of a warped? He looks like warped space. He's like a like an outline of a human, but he's got some sort of warped kind of look about him. And what's he, his, his civilian occupation? What's a what's a what's a what's an occupation that wouldn't be like hopelessly cliched for uh, someone who's uh, Japanese? I mean, we could make him a comic book collector. <laughs> Let's see. Well, no, but what would be he actually? Make, he would he need a, a, he's an disguising anti- himself. What is like an FBI agent? Would he be a men in, man in black? I mean, he needs oh, to like have it. something that would allow him to to infiltrate places and find and investigate, like a police I mean, officer. Like it, oh, well, I was thinking if he was just like an antique dealer, he could just okay. be. I mean, it keeps with his well, like that, I'm, he collects things and. My my only concern there is that the the the, the idea of a Japanese antique dealer sounds pretty cliched. Oh, okay. Well, maybe not. Then. No, I, I mean, know, my, it, it, I no, I, I, it it makes sense, but I mean, I, that's my oh. only concern. What was uh? What's her it, face? If his name's Origami, in Charmed. Yeah, they. Uh, she was an antiques. Uh, uh, let's go with antiques uh, dealer. I don't. Yeah, it's it's fine. Let's not worry too much about that. An auditor of some sort, or whatever. The appraiser. An appraiser. An appraiser. <laughs> okay. So that gets you into places. Yeah, that's because that's the you know you could basically do that. Uh, what 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 is it? Antique roadshow type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. So that would be that would give you some yeah I like that because you can yeah yeah in fact they could be do we want them to be like a uh, 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 reality show antique appraiser <laughs> it could be because that because it might, that would open doors 
reality show antiques appraiser and and presumably has some sort of equipment that allows him to be ingratiated quickly by the public came to earth to find an item that's in the possession of the coin collector so does he know that the coin collector has it probably not he has to find out he just knows right. that he's just tracking it to this location right then I mean, there so, may be other things here too that he's collecting so um skills are obviously uh investigation uh research uh languages languages like that uh, like but I, I, I can't. I, I a lot of that stuff's probably going to be equipment, though, is what I'm thinking. Oh, you think? So? Okay, yeah, it would make sense. Yeah. Well, because there's going to be like uh, translator, uh, some sort of like um, scanners, you know, things like that. Uh, yeah. But also probably like uh, uh, like fishing rods or or things that. Uh, what, what would you call it? Entrapment things that would allow you to snare things snares i guess oh. well snares. is he like a hunter do you think like is he capturing live things no maybe sometimes <laughs> maybe he has a maybe he has maybe that's one of his supporting characters is actually he has a steed or something but i i, I don't think it's necessary but um but i mean you would think that you might collect uh we're under the two two minute warning mark by the way okay uh, <laughs> But the arch, do we want to just say the arch nemesis is the coin collector again? <laughs> or is that too small? No, that's, that's, I think too, that's, that's, yeah, an, I mean, that's, that, a, that's the specific foe for this, but not an arch nemesis. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I mean, cause he was an alien, he was a happy go lucky collector and he got exposed to something that made him this dimensional. Is he like creature. Indiana Jones? Is he like Indiana Jones? I like that idea. Yeah. Alien okay. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Kind of an alien Indiana Jones. Uh, and maybe there are alien Nazis <laughs> that he must, that are, that are competing for the same collected okay. things that he is. Okay. Okay. Alien Indiana Jones. Uh, so he's trying to, so there's a museum out there. He's trying to yeah. put it in a museum. There, the, he works for a museum. He works for a cosmic yeah. museum. All right. Cosmic Museum. So it's not even for the, the and it's and it's like James Bond though, they give him gadgets for particular things. I like that, yeah. So maybe he's got his whip. That would be a snare. <laughs> his cosmic <laughs> whip. Okay, I like that. Um and twenty five seconds. Let's see, what do we 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 get we still haven't decided on appearance. What what what's the appearance? Outline, cosmic outline, uh, like eternity. What if he what if he glows like a bright light? You know, glows like bright light. Or what if he's what if he's a black out? Uh, maybe what if he's a black outline with one point of light, like those fishes that they have under deep underground? Huh? Oh, <laughs> okay. Never mind. We are running out of time. We are in fact out of time. All right. So that means it's time for <laughs> All right, folks, we're, we're, we, we, we ran out of time. That means we're going to the lightning round, uh, which means that uh, we got a two-minute two minute lightning round for each category we didn't finish. So let me highlight these. Uh, we haven't figured out appearance yet. I think uh, we don't really have supporting characters. Well, we kind of have supporting characters because the museum. We got, Arch, yeah, vague, vague supporting characters. Arch nemesis, social significance, and then, of course, our general revision period. Is there any other categories that we don't really have? We don't have a civilian name yet. Oh, no, we don't. Well, I mean, 
Yeah, we can find something for that. Okay. I think, I think honestly, I think for a name, I I would give him something. Well, hold on. We we got four I, categories. Okay. We're gonna have two minutes each. <laughs> Let me reset the timer here. And would you have a, a preference on what we're starting with here, Terrence? No, not this time. <laughs> okay, let's go with name because I bet we can knock that out of the park real quick. I mean, uh, a good uh, Japanese name. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, do we want to go with? Is it? This is in Chicago, right? Though, so I mean, this is like, is this like a Jimmy Woo kind of character? Uh, see, I was thinking it was Japanese, Japanese. That's why he called himself Origami. You know that maybe he, where he came down was in Japan. So he's a he's oh a, well. I guess he could show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know Japanese names for anything. So, do you? Uh, uh, handful, but I like you know. We, look, the, we can look it up. There's here, obvious see. ones like Hero, but I don't want to call him Hero. <laughs> Japanese names. Um, I always like the last name Watanabe. Well, I mean, is there a okay? Actually, let's do this. What's what's the? Let's look for some names of Japanese uh, museums. Because uh, like we can maybe do something like. Uh, like the the best museums in Japan, yeah, we can name him after like a museum because I mean, you know, if he's but why would he be named after a museum in Japan? Because he was looking for a name that might be, you know, uh, a good disguise. The Adachi Museum of Art, you know. There's the Nara National Museum. Uh, that's about Buddhist statues. The Kubota Ichiku Art Museum. I don't think it should be an art museum, though. I think it should be like a more of a uh, about artifacts, like a history museum or something. Yeah. Let's see. The Miho Museum. That's designs integrated. The Otuska. But if you can think of something else, a different direction, let me know. I mean, I honestly would probably history. run this through a name generator. <laughs> okay, we can do that actually. I think we've got uh I think I've got a name generator here. So, well, in that case <laughs> well, we're out of time anyway. Okay. Wow. We failed oh. on that one. Well, we can also leave this to the to we can have people write in. Why don't we leave it to the audience? I didn't even think about this, but uh what a, there are celestial Japanese boy names I just found. Okay, let's but let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> well, real quick, what's your what's your name? What's the name? Oh no, there's just a number of them, like uh, like okay. Tayo you know what? We have a, We're gonna have a we're gonna Rico have a two minute revision. High. We're gonna have a two minute revision period at the end here. So let's move on to appearance here. Okay. Okay. Two minutes for appearance, starting now. Uh, okay, we have we we know he's he's Japanese. I'm presuming that if he's a reality show antiques appraiser, he probably dresses up pretty stylishly. Yeah, is he actually. So is he? And uh, he's probably. I would assume that he's. I would assume that he's an attractive. <laughs> probably. Know. Well, how? Like thirty, mid thirties. Mid thirties, I would think. Sure. Or early thirties? How old? Early thirties. Early thirties. Uh, stylishly dressed. Because you, if you're dealing with antiques, you're going to have to be dealing with young people and old people. You know. Right. So right. you need to. You need to be kind of. Be able to appeal to both groups, so you can't be too stylishly dressed. Stylishly but conservatively dressed. (laughs) Okay, uh, but what's the heroic appearance? Uh, We still didn't decide on that. I imagine something with 
I I like the the glowing aspect. I mean, he's celestial. You know, he's well. But, I know, but I mean, there's that's like he's it's pretty generic. I mean, I say let's default to glow. If if, but I mean, I don't. He can I, also. I, don't I mean, but then you're you're no, but you're then your take on him just like the blackness of space. It's like maybe there's some mix of that, and maybe that that's going to take a little bit of drawing and sorting in that sense. I some part of him maybe I don't see him in like armor. I don't see him wearing tights. So I think we're on the same page in that. That yeah, there's some so aspect just, of I think he's an outline, and, an outline. He's like a distortion. He's like an out. He's outlined like a humanoid, but he's like a distortion in space. Like right. kind of like you know when you're looking at like like the Predator. You know when you saw the Predator. Oh, you're saying like see through like that? No, not literally. But no, it's 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 obvious that it's a distortion in space. So okay, it'd be like, okay. So like an uh, like a dis- just a distortion field. Right. Okay. Yes. Mm. Yay. Nay. I. <laughs> okay, we we, 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 we we didn't do this one either. Okay. We're not getting anywhere. We're doing pretty bad here with the, the, the lightning rounds. And maybe that's what I... Whoops. Uh-oh. Whoops. Hold on. How do I stop this thing? There we go. Um, okay, moving on to uh, Arch he's Nemesis. Very, he's a bit more difficult, I think, than other characters we've had. Arch Nemesis... Oh, uh, come on. We, we, we came up with seven char- six characters last time. Yeah, Okay, true. we're on the clock. Arch Nemesis. Arch um, nemesis. So well, if it's like it, Indiana Jones, does he have like Nazis yeah. then? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I mean, ba- well, basically the evil empire, you know, the space equivalent of some evil group that, that you know, would take, you know, priceless things or, or powerful things from across the universe to use for their own ends to gain power. Yeah, okay. And is, does he have like a – I think there was Belloc was the – does he have like an old uh, archaeology buddy that somebody who used to work at the museum that's now his rival? Oh, that would that would be cool. Yeah, space Nazis evil. So that now works for the evil empire. So that's going to be um, if this person's name is Origami. I don't know. I don't, are we even really good on Origami? Okay, let's see. <laughs> well, it started out okay, but now it's, it feels small. Feels kind of yeah. feel, <laughs> so. There's a so the name of his arch nemesis is um, doesn't fold space time, but is actually more like a detector, like a sensor, uh, a scanner, um, maybe a psychic. What if it's a psychic who can reach out through space and time to find things, but doesn't have the means of traveling? So like he, but he's but he, I mean he can use devices and stuff. But this is like a cosmic hunter of some sort, you know, that, that has okay, different yeah. power, it's like a psychic. Yeah. Okay. Psychic, but what's his? Let's see, psychic, um, like a clairvoyant, just like he can see things from far away, maybe more yeah. so than. Okay, we're almost out of time. What's the name of the character, real quick? Um, clairvoyant, uh, Ishmael. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we got we, we have a character, we have a character, we can yeah. come up with the name maybe later, but it's going to be, um. We're gonna have to. We're go, we're we're about to. Okay, two, one. Okay, Okay, we're out of time, but we got actually quite a bit of that there. So well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, yeah. I mean, the names maybe once you, once you have the evil character yeah. template, we've there. got. We still have our two minute last minute revision thing, so we can still maybe do that. Um, social significance. We are on the clock now, so. 
this is just so we can be a little bit enlightened with our characters here. This is where I'm worried about the whole are stumbling over the Japanese stuff. I don't want to create like a caricature and origami well, might be a little bit. That's yeah. I mean, that's a little difficult because we do these so quick. I mean, you would normally take yeah. a bit more time. Well, let's change. Consideration let's not do, into things. Let's not do, let's not do origami. I, I okay. don't, let's do like, right. I mean, keep the Japanese maybe. Yeah. But, yeah. But, there aren't enough uh, Japanese or Asian. Take away um, the cliche characters. Name. Yeah. So, I mean, this would be, uh, but what's another word for fold, you know, synonym for fold, um, for fold, uh, double, double up, turnover, bend, bender, you know, oh, that'd be like, okay, gather, tuck, pleat, crimp. No, but we're talking Which, about. Rimple is the uh, name. Do we want to do, we don't want to do rimple? No, I mean, <laughs> who introduces themselves as, hi, I'm rimple. I mean, that sounds like a drunk down at the Layer. <laughs> Loop, overlap, plate, plica, ply, pucker, ridge, ruck, ruck, rucker. What would you call a space distortion? An anomaly? Call, yeah, we could call him anomaly. Um, if he's Indiana Jones, though, I mean, what would be? It'd be Andromeda Smith. Ruffle, what? rumple, <laughs> shearing, smocking, tuck, turn, wrinkle. The Wrinkle Rider. <laughs> Sounds like he likes old people. Corrugation crease. Crease. Uh, flexion. Uh, wormhole. Um, the angular distance of a planet or satellite from its last perihelion or perigree. That's what anomaly means in astronomy. <laughs> Wow, we did a bad job here. <laughs> Lightning round. Well, we still got we still got two minute two minutes left for last minute revision. So, so All anything right. that's been coming to mind. So, okay, we got two minutes here, starting now. Okay, so for his name, I think yeah, we should drop origami. I personally vote for anomaly. Anomaly, let's do it. I, I'm, I okay. don't object. All okay, right. anomaly. His civilian name. Uh, you have those I think, those names? Oh, I I just saw there were a couple that were kind of neat. I mean, these because Well, then they read them, read them, read them, quick, 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 quick. Um, uh, Asahi. Um, great. Ch- As- Chikyu Hoshi. Asahi's uh, great. Asahi's great. What's what's another name we can use? We can give them two first names. Rising Sun. <laughs> great. Asahi. A-S-A-H-I? I mean, Tinmon means astronomy. Let's do that. What's that? That's his last name. Okay. Tinmon. How do you spell it? T-E-N-M-O-N. So A-S-A-H-I, Asahi Tinmon? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Arch Nemesis, <laughs> do we have a name for the Arch Nemesis? That could be Origami. <laughs> no, that, uh, well, let's, oh, uh, what's the synonym well, for... No, he's, a, he's psychic, worse, though. He's, a, he's, he's psychic. an alien, he's, right? So Yeah, so he could be Bazmat Skugulagar. Yeah, I mean... Uh, just as they have a code name, though he's the oh he's the he's the clairvoyant. That's the that's the way he's referred to. <laughs> the cosmic clairvoyant, the farseer, the farseer. That's great. Let's say that. How about you that? like that? <laughs> yeah, I do. The farseer. That's great. Um, okay, and I think social significance just the fact that we changed the name that counts. So, yeah. uh, and I think we've, I think we got it here, man. 
I mean, do we want to specify any supporting characters? Because we didn't really. I mean, we oh, have the museum. We, we have a museum, the, and you know, museum staff. Yeah, and then on <laughs> an Earth, employer, like an employer. Um, well, he's going to be a reality show. Oh, that's right. He's the reality show. So he's the reality show guy. So he. That's time, but I think that we've yeah. got it. I think we got it this time. So, but that's the thing. It's like he's he's a reality show guy, but as we know, with but he's like a online reality show guy, so he doesn't need staff the way that, like, if I'm doing oh. a blog, I can do a solo blog. You know. Oh, see, I was thinking more being you know established, like you know the antique roadshow where they travel around. They have well, a big. It can be that too. Thing, so you know, anyway, so. but but that's okay. So okay, antique show crew is part of this. Okay. So, okay, so those are a supporting cast. So we did it. Yes. <laughs> so, hey. Eventually, it all came out. <laughs> uh, so, uh, folks, that I think is enough for us to work with here. Um, let's take a break, and when we return, we will review what we have. Welcome back, True Conceivers. If you're just joining us, this is the Heroic Origins Podcast. I'm Terrence. And I'm Dave. And we've been designing a brand new superhero. Let's summarize what we've got. First off, our new superhero goes by the name of Anomaly. His civilian name is Asahi Tinman. He was transformed into his own pocket dimension, and now he folds space and time to travel throughout the cosmos. And he's actually a cosmic antiquarian who collects artifacts for a cosmic museum. But uh, his quest, his expedition has led him to Earth, where he has disguised disguised himself as a reality show antiques appraiser. Yes, he's a Japanese man in his early 30s, dresses stylishly but conservatively. When he uh, when he's in his heroic form, he looks like a, a humanoid shaped distortion field. So you see sort of a, a reality distortion frame going on. Uh, he has skills of like he he's, he has investigative skills, research skills, linguistics. Uh, he also carries with him rare items uh, that he's collected: translators, scanners, snares, things like that. But also equipment that the museum gave him. Uh, to help him with the particular expedition that he's on. He really believes, working for this museum, he really believes that there are certain types of artifacts that are too dangerous to fall into political hands. And so he wants them to be held neutrally, in particular in his museum, his museum, which is kind of the Switzerland of, of museums. They they try to, to, to hold on to these dangerous artifacts and keep them isolated uh, and uh, protected so that they don't sway the... Uh, tip the balance. Tip the balance, uh, thank you. They don't tip the balance of, of intergalactic politics. However... His arch nemesis, a former colleague who's known as the Farseer, um, became an agent of basically an evil empire trying to use those artifacts for the same, for the sole purpose of intergalactic conquest. So you can see they're they're at odds. <laughs> <laughs> so he's come to Earth 
in search of a particular artifact that seems to be in the possession of the coin collector. Who you may remember from both the origins of uh, Penny, Wonderful, and Joystick. So, so here he is. He's on the planet Earth. He's looking for that stuff. He's ingratiated himself with uh, the reality show community. And uh, it's a little bit of a game of cat and mouse. So he's trying to find this item from the coin collector before the farseer catches up with it. So that's it. That Guys, that is Anomaly. 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 That's, that's, our, that's our superhero for this episode. But we do want to hear from you, true conceivers. What did we get right? What did we get wrong? What are some ways to add depth to the character? What are some possible storylines? Email us at heroicpod at gmail.com and we'll read your feedback on upcoming episodes. We'll be posting our own sketches of this new character on our social media, but we'd love to see how you'd envision them. If you want to share your artwork, check out Heroic Origins on Facebook or Instagram and post them there. And that's a wrap. Keep on hero smithing, true conceivers, and we'll see you next week on Heroic Origins. Thought.